Buongiorno bella gente and welcome to this little English recap about Italian Constitution. Today we are going to talk about our most important law, that is the Constitution. What we have to say is that our Constitution is a liberal and democratic Constitution and that it is rigid. That means that it's not so easy to change it and there are a lot of actions that politics have to do to change it and at the end of all these acts often to change it it requires a referendum in which the Italian people is called to express their opinion. Our constitution uh, has been written uh, soon after the, the end of the Second World War and it is, uh, as you can imagine, an antifascist constitution and all the politicians that contributed and cooperated to write it did agree about the fact that it should avoid that a new era of fascism could uh, arrive in Italy. So, Uh, it passed on the 22nd December of 1947 and entered into force on the 1st January of the 48. A beautiful sentence about our constitution and that proves that the aim of the founding fathers was to testify that the new Italian country, the Republican Italy, has been founded on the great value of anti-fascism. In fact, one of them, Piero Calamandrei, a great man, in a speech for the young people dated 1955, said that if you want to go on a pilgrimage on the places where our constitution was born, you have to go in the mountains where all the partisans were killed, were hanged, And wherever an Italian is dead to save freedom and dignity of our people, you, and he was referring to the youth of that time, you young people, you have to go there with your thoughts, okay, with your soul, because there our constitution was born. So, These, uh, these words by Piero Calamandrei tell us about this strong antifascism, okay? The political parties that contributed, that cooperated to uh, write our constitutions, we have to say that were several. First of all, the Communist Party and the Democrazia Cristiana, but also other uh, little parties, such as the Republican one, that at that time was a great party. Now it is not, now it is uh, disappeared, but at that time the Republican Party were, was very important. Obviously, the fascism was uh, banned, So in Italy, uh, and that is written in our constitution, we cannot have uh, a fascist party. It's against the law. Uh, we have to say that, as in all other parts of the world, we have got some far-right uh, groups, movement, but uh, they are, luckily, they are little. But in my opinion, they should not be uh, allowed to participate, okay? Because they have... Uh, Uh, a great uh, link to the fascism, okay? I'm not talking about 
right parties, but far-right parties. So in our constitution, uh, a great importance is given to the sovereignty of uh, people, of uh, political parties and labor union. It is, uh, the, the constitution is made of uh, 139 articles and 18 final regulations. And this is very important. It is a laical constitution. And It tries, and I think that it uh, uh, do this in a good way, to defend the natural and civil rights of all the people. Okay. Now I'm going to read for you some of them, some of its articles. Uh, but yes, I can, uh, I can also say that in 2001, a government led by Amato Giuliano changed the, um, the fifth part of the constitution that is concerning uh, regions, cities, and so on. This was a change that in, for some aspects, uh, did not uh, work. It was made because there was uh, the, the political party, the Lega Nord, that wanted more powers for the regions. Okay. In another um, period, in 2016, two politicians, Renzi and Boschi, tried to change again the constitution. And it was a very, very uh, dangerous change. And Italian people was called to a referendum to express their um, vote and uh, luckily uh, Italian people decided that that change was not good for the country and so we didn't change our constitution. Anyway, uh, the only uh, change was that of 2001 because our constitution is rigid. It is very hard to change it and this is a good manner to avoid that uh, uh, it could be changed only because uh, there's a change of government, okay? And even to uh, protect it from uh, fascism. Uh, now I, I read for you uh, some of its articles. Obviously, if you want to deepen the topic, you can find our constitution in Italian or in English on the net. I will just read uh, some of the most important articles. I'll read the first and the second of the fundamental principles. The first one says, Italy is a democratic republic founded on labor. Sovereignty belongs to the people who exercise it in the manner and within the limits provided for by the constitution. That first article means that, as I said before, people should rule, people should decide. Uh, the sovereignty of our country is for the people, all the people. The second one says... The Republic acknowledges and guarantees the inviolable rights of man, both as an individual and within the social groups in which one's personality is expressed. The Republic requires that the fundamental duties of political, economic and social solidarity be fulfilled. And so this article means that everybody in Italy has the same rights and that the natural, the most important rights of people, of the mankind, are important and are protected by uh, the Republic. And that the Republic, the state, guarantees that anyone can reach or should reach uh, all these rights. The number three 
The article number three is very important and very beautiful, in my opinion. And it says all citizens possess equal social dignity and are equal before the law without distinction of sex, race, language, religion and political orientation, personal and social conditions. It is the duty of the Republic to remove economic and social obstacles which, by limiting the freedom and equality of citizens, prevent the full development of the natural person and the actual participation of all workers in the political, economic and social organization of the country. This is a very important article because, uh, first of all, you can notice that in the second part, it doesn't say, it doesn't refer to the people as mankind people, but it says workers, because work is very important. Work gives dignity to people. And uh, this makes uh, we think that in that moment, the Communist Party in Italy was very important, because at the end of the Second World War, there, um, there had been the resistance, and so a lot of partisans were communists. And so the Communist Party had a great role, a great part in the writing of this constitution. In the first part of the article, we can uh, understand that all citizens have equal social uh, rights and dignity. And there is no distinction. Uh, we all are equal. As you can imagine, uh, this is the, the aim, but I think there is no society on the planet that is totally fair, totally right, but we can try to achieve this beautiful article. Now I read the article 11 that can explain why people in Italy do not agree with the, the decisions of the last government and I think even of the new government to send weapons for uh, Ukraine in the in the war that uh, is happening right now. Uh, this is not because we do not want to help Ukraine, because we want to help people with uh, uh, economic support or uh, medical support. They're all we can do for uh, the people that unfortunately is in this bad situation. But sending weapons is not something that is in our, in our minds. And the article says, Italy shall repudiate war as an instrument of aggression against the freedom of other peoples and as a means of setting international disputes. It shall consent on conditions of equality with other states to sovereignty limitations required for a world order that ensures peace and justice among nations, Italy shall promote and encourage international organizations furthering such ends. So, as you can see, we use the verb repudiate, that means that we hate war, we do not want war, neither for us, neither for other peoples, okay? And this is not an instrument for us, uh, neither of aggression nor of, of as a means of setting international disputes. Because we need diplomacy, we need words, we need that the leaders have meetings in which they can try to find a solution. But weapons, death and violence is not a solution. And this is our constitution that says this. 
In the last year, the Italian government has not decided in this way. And Italian people, the most part of Italian people, do not agree with this. Because weapons cannot solve problems. Okay, so we are a pacifist country. Italian people are pacifist. Let's hope, let's hope that diplomacy will find a solution and that uh, the leader of the world start to talk and to seriously try to find a solution to this great, great crisis. Anyway, let's change article and let's go to a very important one. That is the number 32 that says the, Rep the Republic shall safeguard health as a fundamental right of the individual and as a social interest and shall guarantee free medical care to the indigent. No one shall be forced to undergo medical treatment unless provided for by law. In no case shall the law violate the limits imposed by respect for the natural person. So, this article is about public health and it says that in Italy the state has to provide the medical care, okay, because it is a fundamental right. In this uh, period, in this last 30 years, as I said in another podcast that was uh, about uh, the Italian health system, uh, the government's are not uh, giving uh, funds to the uh, public health service. So they give an advantage to private ones. And this is not fair and this is not right, okay? But still now we still have a public health system. Anyway, everybody, everybody has the right to have it, even people, poor people, okay? And in the second part, uh, there is written that nobody can be forced to have a treatment. Obviously, there are some exceptions, but this part of the article, I think that has been created because of the bad things that the Nazi doctors made into uh, the lagers, into the concentration camps. Then we have the articles 33 and 34. I will read just some parts that are about education and culture. And uh, I like them very much because education is the first step to have a civil country, to have a good country. Because if everyone can study the society, surely will improve and become better. Anyway, the number 33 says that the arts and sciences are free, as shall be their teaching. It means that every teacher can choose the way in which he or she wants to teach, okay? The Republic shall lay down general provisions for education and shall establish state schools for all levels and grades, so this, uh, this part says that you can have all grades of education public in, in Italy. Obviously, we can have also private schools, but we do prefer public schools. Public and private bodies shall have the right to establish schools and educational institutions at no cost to the state. So, uh, in, in reality, sometimes the state has the paritarie, Scuole paritarie that have got costs for the state, but that helps uh, the state to give a, a better service. Okay, the article 34 
is uh, very beautiful, in my opinion, and it says that school shall be open to everyone, male, female, uh, poor people, rich people, and so on. Primary education, which is provided for at least eight years, shall be compulsory and free. So now something has changed, because now uh, we have got not eight, but ten years of compulsory school. So people have Uh, to attend school till they uh, are uh, 16 in Italy, okay? The able and the deserving, including those without adequate financial resources, shall have the right to attain the highest level of education. The Republic shall make this right effective by means of grants and scholarships, allowances to families and other benefits, which shall be assigned through competitive examinations. So, We have all the right to go to school and the state has to help us if we are poor, if we have not much money. <laughs> okay, so um, this is true in Italy. This is true if in Italy you choose not to go to school. It's just your choice because everyone is allowed and Uh, more or less, in every part of the country, the, the school is good, in my opinion. And I am a teacher, so uh, I think that, yes, there are some differences between North and South Italy. Uh, but I think that, generally speaking, Italian school is a good school. But if you come in Italy, you will, you will hear people saying that Italian school uh, sucks. But in my opinion, this is not true. Because there are a lot, a lot of things that we can do in Italian school. Surely it can be improved. There's no doubt. Uh, surely it can be changed. But generally speaking, I think that it is good. For what concerns the university is a, a, a different, uh, a different kind of school. So I do not speak about it. So, uh, if you want to deepen the Italian constitution, you can find it on the net. And, uh, I, there are um, a lot of other articles that you can read and that are really uh, important and, uh, I think beautiful. So I hope this little recap was not boring and have a nice day, everybody. Bye bye.